0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives, with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. Now let's get it started. All right, it is Wednesday, and you know what that means. It means it's time for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, or connecting business perspectives. My name is Colton Cockrell. I'm a certified financial fiduciary and an independent financial planner with Share McKinley Group. And as always, I have with me, my lovely co-host, the one who keeps me on track all the time, Ms. Trisha Stetzel.
1: Oh boy, do I try. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it just doesn't work, Colton. Thank you very much for remembering to introduce me today. I You're welcome. I very much appreciate that. Hey, everyone, Trisha Stetzel here, Results Extreme Business Solutions, and I am super excited about our guest today, Mr. Jeff Leverton. He's a focal point business and executive coach in Illinois- And we may get to get around to that on the show. So Jeff is an accomplished executive with a strong business background. He's a certified focal point business and executive coach and has a passion for helping leaders develop healthy organizations by creating a culture of clarity, communication, community, and caring. His purpose is to transform business one leader at a time. As your business coach, Jeff has a wide range of solid business skills that he can draw upon to assist you in growing yourself and your business. And you're all probably wondering why in the world I would have someone from the same organization on the show, but I have a surprise for you, Jeff. welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
2: Gosh. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. And I and I love
0: the name Colton. I said that earlier. Colton's just a cool name. You know, I, <laughs> right? I, I like this. I like
1: this guy, Trisha. Thanks for bringing him on. I, I know you do. I know you do. So listen, um, for our listeners, the reason why I asked Jeff to come on the show with us today is because he has a program called Leaders Are Readers. And yes, it is a book club. So let's jump in, Colton. What kind of questions do you have?
0: I mean, I'm familiar with a country club, but a book club. All right. I mean, so the funny thing is real quick before we really jump into questions and and I want to make sure we get as many questions as possible. So coach left real quick, kind of tell our listeners your backstory of not liking to read and then now being where you're at today.
2: Yeah, I was mentioning earlier, um, I've got some high school and college buddies that I played some sports with that tease me all the time thinking and saying, You were in a book club, but you know, like Oprah Winfrey type book club, what in the world is going on? You never, you never read a book in, in junior high, high school and all the way through college. And what in the world are you doing? (laughs) Which is absolutely true. I didn't read a whole lot of books during that time. So it's, it's kind of funny how it came about. Absolutely.
0: And now he's a reading junkie. So I guess really the first question is where was that, that paradigm shift? What went from not reading to loving to read?
2: You know, I, I, Colton, I think a lot of it was when I, I became a president and CEO of one of our, a uh, couple of our local health clubs here in central Illinois. And I was 29 years old when I fell into the position. Um, I got lucky by, uh, and, and had an opportunity to, to run these health clubs. And I didn't know what in the world I was doing. So I really didn't have any mentors at the time. I had a couple of uh, friends that were in similar roles, but not at that level. And I just started reading. You know, I started reading, reading, reading. And back then, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of podcasts or eBooks or anything like that. And so leadership books, I just fell in love with, and I became a leadership junkie from from some old school leadership books. And that's that's how it kind of started.
1: Well, and you were telling us too, Jeff, before we started this show that you had a program in your business uh, for the people in your business. So talk a little bit about that program, kind of where that started.
2: Yeah, I did. Um, A a lot of my staff knew how much I loved to read leadership books. So they kept saying, man, you're reading two or three books a month. It seems like, where's all this knowledge going? What are you doing? Are you actually applying it to anything in the business? (laughs) And I thought, well, I think I am, but maybe I'm really not. So uh, from that point on, we started, I had some mandatory book readings, some leadership book readings for our leadership team and our executive team. And we would read books quarterly and almost have like book reports. We'd have sessions on it, talk about it, and then we would actually apply it. And the cool thing of, I think about it, Tricia, was you have to dumb these books down. I hate to say that word, but almost to second, third, fourth grade level. So I can understand them, right? We all went through the higher education, uh, part of it and theories and graphs and everything else. But I was really looking for books that I could apply the next day and really put into effect to grow our business and grow our staff and our employees. So we had a lot of fun with it over the years. And, um, Boy, we read a lot of different books throughout the years. And then I kind of stopped doing it for a while. And last year, I kind of got back into it. When I got into the coaching business and, and training business, um, I had people asking me again, you're still reading a lot of books? And I said, yep. And he said, let's do something with it. So I kind of threw it out there on Facebook or Instagram and said, hey, I'm starting a leaders or readers book club. Who's interested thinking I would get, you know, maybe two people some family members or something. And it ended up, uh, today I've got about four, uh, almost five book clubs that I'm doing with, you know, between six and eight people, uh, yeah. with that. And I, am having
0: a blast. No, and I think that's awesome. And, and really, I, I want to go back to this because I, I really want, because I think there's a lot of people who understand the importance of reading, especially personal development, leadership books. So what was it? I, I get that you were, you know, working and you were high up in a, um, a health club, but really, what was it that got you to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start reading X amount of books a month. What? How did you, what changed?
2: Yeah, I just think I put a challenge out to myself to do it. And like I said, I didn't really have a mentor or anybody to go to. I didn't, you know, coaching back then was probably around, but I didn't know much about it. So I never had an executive business coach, at least in my earlier years. Um, so I really just kind of felt like, you know, there's a lot of us, and and me in particular, at that age in a role, I'm at the top of the mountain. I really have nobody to turn to, right? I'm looking down, and all this stuff's going on. And I'm like, yeah, I reported to a on um, a nine-member board of directors and stuff, but that's different. But so I use those books to really help and guide me throughout my leadership, you know, time at, at my health clubs. Well, that's impressive. So, you, so how a genius a
1: is? Oh, go ahead, Colton. I was going to say, how genius is it, I'm talking to our listeners right now, to have a book club where you're able to reach out and share with your exact target market, right? I mean, that, that those are the people that you want to work with and they're showing up for these book clubs. Uh, all right. So, Jeff, tell me what you're reading right now.
2: Uh, reading right now, um, actually I'm rereading for about the, I think the 10th time, the energy bus book by John Gordon. Um, that's, we're finishing up the book club with that, uh, right now, but my go-to book is called the advantage by Patrick Lencioni. That's one of my favorites. And it talks about being a healthy organization versus a smart organization. You guys may have read that book before. It's it's a pretty popular book and, and not too old, right? So, um I um I think that is important to have a healthy organization and and core values and culture is so important especially today with all the virtual remote employees and staff and we don't have that human connection like we did last year year before at this time so um those are kind of my two go-to books um and that's what I'm finishing up right now uh with that but I tend to reread a lot of the old ones that I read a long time ago Just because they're so simple they're so easy and they're so easy to apply and I think that's what's happening in our book clubs right now is you know they've really become mastermind groups for the most part right yeah we're reading the book we're talking about chapters in it and in different themes and stuff but it leads in different directions right and then it turns into sometimes I don't want to yeah it's probably the wrong word to say, but counseling sessions sometimes with that, as far as problems in the workplace and and team problems with team and time management and sales and revenue and strategy and everything else. so it's it's a pretty cool transition um, out of that sometimes.
0: And Coach Love, what I'm really getting from that, I think the most important thing is that it acts as a accountability group where you're actually reading these books and applying them. Uh, I think that's super important. So let me ask you this for, for individuals who, who like to read or who really don't like to read, but are like, I have to, and they want to start a book club. Uh, what, what would you, what advice would you give them? What would you recommend? Gosh,
2: I, I would say it's just as simple as, as gathering up a group of people. And not only did I do it with my employees, I did it in the community where uh, back in the day when we could actually meet face to face, right. The good old days um we would have meet and have coffee first thing in the morning 6 or 7 of us and discuss a book so i think it's just simply putting the word out there that you either want to facilitate one which there's not much to it other than kind of giving them some thought questions ahead of time and then just open up the floor um to if you want to participate just ask around i mean there's really it, it's it's not that difficult not that hard to start but it's a lot of fun and it really it really is we do Three one-hour sessions per book. We typically would do it over the lunch hour, where people are a little more freer than others, or we do it first thing in the morning, seven, six thirty, seven o'clock. With that, but there's plenty of them out there all around, and and just just I would say social media, throw that thing out there and see what happens. I love it.
1: It's so old school, right? We're talking about book club, book club, book club. And I'm thinking, you know, a bunch of ladies sitting around the library, right? (laughs) reading a novel. Uh, But man, what an amazing idea. So I want to go back to, I I don't know which of you said it, but um, it's similar to a mastermind. I think, Jeff, that was something that you said, similar Mm -hmm. to a mastermind. So can you talk through what exactly a mastermind is? Because a lot of our listeners may not even know what that means. Um, to give people an idea of what that looks like. So you've read part of the book, you get into the session. What does it look like inside that session?
2: Yeah, so, so that's really about it. I, I prepare maybe three or four different questions. Um, and then we pick, you know, a third of the book or a couple of chapters, and we discuss it that way. And, you know, keeping the group small, you know, that six to eight, you don't wanna, I don't really think you want to get much bigger than that, at least virtually, for an hour time timeframe uh, because not everybody's able to participate. So the engagement is there with a little bit of a smaller group. And we just throw things out to each other as far as how we feel about that part of the book and how, you know, how it applies to their business. And then, like I said before, I mean, it leads into all kinds of good conversations and it's built a lot of friendships and it's not just, you know, my 50 year old, 51 year old friends, this, I, you know, I've got some 23 year old um, um, students that are in it that are a little bit out of college now and first time jobs and careers. And I've got some retirees in my book club too. So talk about bridging the gap, right? That, Hey, that was good. Wasn't it Um, bridging the gap between all ages. um, It's really cool to see. And some of the retirees or some of the ones that are more, a little more well-established in their businesses, have been in their career a little longer, have become um, mentors uh, for the younger group, too. And vice versa, man. We can learn a lot from these, from these uh, mid-20 to late-20 uh, age group. I don't even know what they're called anymore. They're not millennials, but I don't know what next is. But, um
1: Colton, you keep trying. You're not, you're definitely not 20 anymore. He said,
0: he said late twenties. So (laughs) just, just saying, well, you know, what's so interesting uh, coach love, because, you know, just again, going back to the bridging, bridging the gap, you know, this isn't, you know, Trisha's mom's book club. And it's also not, you know, someone my age, you know, we're not going to get into book clubs. So people my age, who are, you know, people live and die by personal development and leadership. So what you're yeah. doing that, I never even thought of when I think of a book club, I'm thinking like you're reading the tortoise and the hare, but to actually get together with other professionals <laughs> and reading, you know, um, I'm just trying to think of a, you know, cybernet or not cybernetics, uh, you know, just it, rich Dad poor dad, whatever it may be, some book yeah. like that. I think that's incredible because you're getting perspectives from other professionals in different industries. I mean, I think that is such a good idea. I love it. And so what I think you're doing is really incredible.
2: Yeah, it's really it's really cool and you know it's a lot of fun and it's a networking opportunity for a lot of different people. We I've got one group that is all buddies from high school, right? But the rest of the groups are a good mix of people, some that I haven't even met before. And the cool thing is they don't all have to be locally here in my town. I've got one in California, I've got one in New York, I've got one in the Missouri St. Louis area. So it's all across the board and I think I think the biggest key to these, and at least the way that I do it with these simple books, is we tend to overthink leadership way too much. And these are almost leadership, maybe not even 101 leadership 100 books, where we're getting back to the basics uh, of simple stuff about culture and caring about your staff and how you treat them and you know, we, we, we tend to overthink things way too much. So we get back into that in these sessions, which is really cool. My so it favorite? sounds
1: like, Oh, sorry, Colton. It sounds like Jeff, it, even people like Colton who doesn't want to pick up a paper book could actually listen to the book on <laughs> yeah. audio and still participate in the book club.
2: Yep, absolutely. I've got some audio, I got some audio listeners uh, within my book clubs. I'd, I'd still rather see them open up that book and smell it and really get a good feel for it. But some people really don't know what a book is because that's all they've done is, is, is e-books and e-reading, which is perfectly fine. But it's just it's funny to me. So I joke about that
0: quite a bit. Yeah, I, I can I can just see Coach Lev, part of his rituals, opening a book, smelling it, and just getting into uh yeah. So well, you know, it's and if if I was a part of something like that, I mean, I I think I would be more encouraged to open up an actual physical book and read it versus listening to an audiobook of it, just because you know, when you're listening to an audiobook, you're really not taking it all in. You're just it's kind of playing, right? So, I, yeah. I, I understand that. I think that's awesome. And it's really encouraging someone that hated books. I guess I could probably say that you hated books back in high school, yeah. junior high, and you just turned to love them um, because you found the right kind of book to read. I think that's really okay. neat. Um, yeah. So, Trisha, I want you to ask another question before I give him the totally off the wall okay. random. Well,
1: so I was, you said, you know, he hated books and, and he found a way to like books, but he also married the right lady. <laughs>
2: that's right. Who <laughs> I understand
1: yeah. as a school teacher. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that that probably had a lot to do with it, you know, 25 years ago. Our, our 25th wedding anniversary is next Tuesday. So, um, yeah, she's had a major influence on, on books and reading in my household, especially with me and my three daughters. Yep.
0: Okay. Well, here's uh, what, here's the random question. What's the special medal uh, for the 25th wedding anniversary? Oh, I'm totally, totally kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding.
1: I'm kidding. Oh no. <laughs>
0: Coach, I'm kidding. you got a few okay. weeks. You're good.
2: You're I, good. I, won't, I won't answer this in case she hears it, but uh, yeah, I'm probably going to have to work on that this weekend. That, uh, yeah.
0: that sounds
2: really bad, doesn't
0: it? For, for the record, uh, Teacher Lev, if you're listening, he, he already talked about what he's getting you and the right thing before the show, just so you know. But the real right. off-the-wall question here, Coach Lev, if today was your last day on earth, what would be your going out meal? You could have whatever you want. Give me give me the food, the drink, and give me the dessert.
2: Boy, what a good question. You know, I, I, I would try to think of something really creative, but I am a steak and potato guy and a little bit of asparagus on top of that. Um, I could eat that every day. Um, my family eats a lot of chicken and, uh, and Mexican food and I'm okay with that. But I'm the only dude in the house, and when I can get my steak and potatoes, I'm all over it. Okay. So that, would be, that would be my choice.
0: Okay. What about dessert? Uh,
2: dessert would be a little bit of apple pie with some ice cream and maybe throw a little whipped cream on it, maybe, too.
0: And I, I would ask you about Bluebell, but I don't know if you know about that up in Illinois. So, uh... I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: it's good. And it's good.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. blue Coach. Coach, thank you so much. I mean, great, great job. It's so funny. That you can have a 20 minute podcast over a book club, um, yeah. but just what you're doing, <laughs> what you're doing is so interesting and fascinating. So I'm glad our listeners were able to hear about it. See, great. you
1: guys may have been scared, but I was confident. I knew this was going to yeah. be an amazing podcast. All right. Yeah. So Jeff, I've got one more serious question for you, if you're willing to yeah. divulge and I think that you are, what generation are you part of?
2: Geez, what, what am I? I'm not quite the, what's, uh, I knew you were going to ask me that for some reason. <laughs> I'm not a baby boomer. I'll be 51. I got, by the way, I got married on my birthday. So my 25th wedding anniversary and my 51st birthday is on Tuesday. Now, how that smart was that? You
1: did not forget your anniversary. That's right.
0: That's
2: Colton. Now that's smart. Isn't it Colton? I,
0: I'm, I'm actually making a note right now. Okay. <laughs> Who needs a book club when you got coach love, right?
2: <laughs> Take notes on that one. All right. Oh, so, am, got- I, am I gen X? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I knew.
1: Absolutely. So do you feel like you identify with your own generation or do you tend to identify more with an older or younger generation?
0: Trisha, have you seen how this guy's acted? He's definitely millennial with me for sure. He's a young, he's a, he acts like a young buck. He's a millennial.
2: Well, I'll tell you, I, my last 20 years was at the health clubs. We had a 15 year old first time employees all the way up to retirees. So I was very blessed to be able to work with all age groups. And I think my three daughters who are soon to be 21, 18 and 16 have have kept me in the loop of that age group just by friends and at our house all the time and that kind of stuff. So I've tried to stay as is hip a still word? I don't know if hip's still a still word or not, uh, Colton. I don't know. Okay, Tricia, he's
0: not. He's not a millennial. Take it back. No, I'm not. <laughs> i Yeah,
2: you
1: know, I know what hip means, so we're we're good. We're good. Right
2: and hip. So I've I've i been um, kept up on as much social media as I can. I'm not a Snapchatter chatter, but I am uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, uh, some Twitter. I've been on a few TikTok videos, but I, I don't, I do have a TikTok account. I will admit.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, Well, so anyway, well you do, then you, you, you kind of fall into the chameleon category where you kind of (laughs) can go into any, (laughs) so (laughs) let me, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Um, So we want to just because you, you know, you did a great job today. And if anyone's interested in learning more about your book club, we would love to, for you to share your information. So I remember this is audio only. So if you could, you know, spell the company you're with, email address, and then give a phone number if you're willing uh, to our listeners so that they can contact you if they have any questions. And just for the record, this guy does more than just a book club. He also um, does a lot of business coaching, which is totally separate than what Trisha does. So you might even briefly share about that as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So um, website is www.coachlev.com. Uh, email is Jay leverton. L-E-V-E-R-T-O-N, at focalpointcoaching.com, um, Instagram, Facebook is uh, the coach love. I, I don't know. I, I've always I, I'm I'm a Big Ten fan. I'm a University of Illinois fan, but when Ohio State gets on there and says, you know, it's the the Ohio State. I always love that, even though I don't like the Buckeyes. I'm sorry if anybody listening is a Buckeye fan, but that's where the coach Lev came from. I don't know. Um, phone numbers three zero nine six zero five zero nine one one. Gosh, I don't know. What else did you ask me, Colton?
0: No, uh, that's you. You kind of nailed it all. Um, gotcha. Yeah, and then uh, Coach Lev is Lev, just right. Lev. Yep. Perfect. Absolutely. Trisha, yeah. anything else?
1: No. Jeff, thank you for coming on the show today. This has been awesome. It made my day. And I'm it, it was just a ton of fun. So thank you for being here with us today.
2: Well, thanks for having me. It was nice to meet you, Colton, and, and Tricia. It's always good to talk to you again. Absolutely. Class, the pleasure was
1: all mine. And that concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap Connecting Business Perspectives.
0: Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Colton Cocker with Sherman McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendsville, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546 phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. member of Finner Civic. McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.